step two. It's been a it's been a dandy day, Whew, but we are here. Well, technically we're not here, but we're here. If you know what I mean, we're halfway across the finish line. I think. I don't know. I guess hitting a hundred episodes. Like a, I mean, yeah, we're about halfway. I say halfway. I don't know. I would say hitting a hundred episodes is pretty good. Um, even though it doesn't really feel like it's been a hundred episodes, feels like it's been a century. But it's a hundred, <clears throat> so that's good. Um, so yeah, let's just get straight to it. Honestly, they know the deal. They, I hope they know the vibes. If they've been rocking with us for a hundred episodes, I don't know. Maybe some of y'all have, some of y'all haven't. But um, yeah, but you already know. You already know this is XD Sports XD pseudo version of Cafeteria Talk. Sorry about that, y'all boys. It's your boy Slick Rob, and we are back. No introduction needed. Let's get straight to it. And of course, we got in the building your boy Prodigy, aka Will, or if it's the What's good, bro? What's good? Yeah, yes, yes. Man, this is a man, honestly, like you know, it's bit you know, like celebrations and all that good stuff. But honestly, it's a relief, like, cause Man, a hundred episodes. Honestly, I sometimes I still didn't think we would have hit fifty. Honestly, and I'm happy that we're here. Um, I wish that everybody else could be here to partake, but that is okay. The next time I think we all will be together will be in, probably sometime in like January. Um, hopefully or December. I think no, I think it'll be in December. Um, but I'll get to that later. Um, but how you been, my boy? What's been cracking? What's what, what what's the news? Um, and don't I've been, I've been it's been a little a little uh hectic over here i'm trying to get this notary so i can sit here and get people legal documents and stuff like that so i'm i'm taking a class my my boss said it, it's only gonna take 15 minutes but I, i'm i'm over here two three hours deep and it ain't 15 minutes Mm. So, I mean, that's going well. How about you, my boy? Uh, we're doing good. Um, just getting through school. Um, got some, got some things coming up. Some deals. Um, not deals, deals, but like got some stuff coming on in the ways. So, that's pretty cool. Um, I think I'm not sure. Probably like in about, I know in about probably about a month or so, in about a couple months. Um. I'll probably I'll probably be on a show. Um, don't know which show it is, but it'll be coming up, so that'll be fun. Um, we got got some other things coming on, so that should be fun. Um, school going well, just trying to get through the semester, so that's that. But yeah, that's that's pretty much that there. Um, can't complain. Life is good. Watched Eternals last night. Um, and I will say this kind of getting into our good taco, bad taco segment. We're just gonna segue right into it, so we don't. Because we got a lot to tackle today, y'all boys. It's the 100th episode. But for my good taco, bad taco, well, it's not really Eternals the movie, but I do know the movie was getting banned in some um, um, 
countries, preferably um, Kuwait, um, Saudi Arabia, where my dad is right now. And um, there was another one, Jesus. There was another, the, main, the three main countries where it got banned. Um, China, I'm kidding, not China. If it, it, Honestly, bro, if they would have got banned in China, Disney would lose, they, lose their ever-loving minds. But um, it got banned. Basically, any country that is primarily Muslim, it was getting banned in due to the... Um, Preferably due to the um, quote-unquote homosexual scene that's in the movie and um, the sex scene. Um, so I will say this, since I watched the movie, I guess this is not a spoiler, but it might be a spoiler to some people. Um, there is a there's a gay kiss in the movie, two dudes kissing. It's literally two a second or two seconds blinking, you'll miss it, honestly. Um, and it wasn't all that like it wasn't grunchy there was no tongue action i'll say that it was literally like a peck or something um which surprised me because i know one of the gay characters not um my boy brian tyree henry paperboy as we like to call him um from atlanta but it was his his, his um partner and the sh- i just forgot his name but he played it's funny he played jesus in a movie <laughs> the dude that plays his husband played jesus in a movie but he <clears> mentioned <throat> how it was like a very like he mentioned it like a couple years ago when the movie was being made and stuff how it's a very strong passionate kiss and like i'm thinking oh it's gonna be tongue and all that nah it was literally like like it was i don't even know how to explain it it was just like they kissed like literally like it was like a second blinking you'll miss it literally blinking you'll miss it and i was like okay um yeah, so that was that. It was literally like one or two seconds, and it was done. Like honestly, and then the sex scene wasn't even all that. Like, <laughs> it was like it wasn't all that, bro. Like literally, it wasn't all that. Like I mean, and I will say, like even like I think the director Chloe Zhao mentioned this. It's about damn time Marvel had a sex scene in the movie. Um, but actually, I take that back. They did have a sex scene one time. Iron Man, um, the first Iron Man, um, Tony Stark, and um. Mrs. Oh, Brown. yeah. Mrs. Brown, they technically had a sex scene, but it it was like that the type of sex that was in Eternals was more sensual and lovemaking. Tony Stark was just fucking, honestly. <laughs> Tony Stark was just fucking the shorty of Manah. These two people were actually making love. It was Cersei and um, Icarus, but I guess if that's a spoiler for y'all, oh well. That's I'm just saying why the movie was getting why the movie was getting banned in these Muslim countries. Um and is it a good taco, bad taco? I would actually say in retrospect, it is a good taco on both sides. Um, if y'all try to cancel me, oh well. Um, but it's because in my eyes, um, like for Disney, this is them not not bargaining because Disney's all about the dollar 75% of the time. But like for Disney, um, this is like okay, just because they wanted them to take that out. Disney's like, no, we're not taking that out. It's part of the movie. Y'all just gonna have to deal with it. And that just shows their 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 progression, their their step forward and what they want to do and not really falling victim to the money mentality. And for and for these um Muslim countries, um like Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and I keep forgetting the last one, Jesus, I can't remember the name, but um this is for them, like strong staying strong to their core beliefs. And like honestly, I am in full support of that. Um like like do what you want to do. Like for personally, like you already know where I stand. Like, bro, if you gay, you gay. If you buy, you buy, bro. Just that you do what you do, bro. I, I mean, I, I still love you. I don't shit. I ain't gonna judge you by your mis- whatever you want to do, bro. Like that's how I feel. So oh, it's bro. a win on it's a win on both sides, honestly. 
And for the people that are mad at these countries, hey, look, bro, Disney's still going to make their money. And shout out props to Disney. It's not like it's a big... Now, I'll say this. If it's China, if China goes like, no, we're not playing Eternals, unless you cut it, Disney's going to be like, well, okay. Um, So, yeah, so, hey, bro. Oh, yeah, that quick, them two seconds, get them out of here. Yeah, 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 cut that, cut that. And that scene right there, yeah, yeah it's not needed. It's not needed. It, it was, It was just... It's not really that needed. We know they love each other. Next motion, honestly. Um, it was a filler. It was a filler scene. Yeah, it was a filler. And like honestly, it was it was more like a clip. Both both instances are like clips, like literally like two to four second clips. Blinking, you'll miss it. Like it's done. But yeah, that was my good taco, bad taco, and I would say it's a good taco on both sides. Um, so I don't, I don't know how you how would you feel about that? Honestly, I would like to hear your your thoughts on the the whole um Eternals getting banned in some countries. You know, like, in some retrospects, it's like, um, you know, some countries, they got to stand by what they stand for, which, you know, I'm all for that. Stay on what you got to stand for. And it's about time we're seeing Disney, like, from what I'm seeing, like, not fold either. They're... They're also trying to keep their company afloat, but honestly, their company is like billions of dollars into what they're doing. So on either side, they're both standing for what they want to stand for, which is great, especially for this society in itself, where it's like if you say one thing and then you want to switch over to another thing, it's like you're contradicting yourself at the same time. So it's great that both sides are standing firm on what they believe on and not hesitating. Like, ah, like if you go and put one toe in, you might as well put both feet in, bro. Like go into the deep end and just go for it, bro. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. And the movie was great. The movie itself is a good taco, but yeah, but I mean, we'll have a whole review on that soon. So we'll be into that later, but yeah. Um, so that was my good taco, bad taco. Eternals being canceled, well, not canceled, being um banned in these Muslim countries, um, primarily Muslim countries. So yeah. And did you have a good taco, bad taco prodigy or nah? Nah. All right, man. Sweet, no problem. I think we're gonna start only just having one good taco, bad taco to keep a flow, but we are moving on. As we are with this 100th episode, I'm going to keep mentioning y'all boys because we it's a big achievement for us. But don't worry, I'm going to stop because we are going straight and we are fine. Why y'all are here? Y'all are here to listen to us talk about sports. This is not cafeteria talk. This is XD, sports cafeteria. Well, sports XD, um, pseudo version cafeteria talk. And we are going to start off with none other than, of course, you know, our lovely, controversial, fun, exciting college football and man, honestly, um, college football is in an interesting spot right now. Um, I will say we had the plan- the rankings come out um, this past, I believe, was it was it Sunday? Yeah. It was Tuesday. The college football rankings finally came out, and boy, oh boy, let's just get into it. So, ooh, okay, okay, my ooh. We ain't gonna spend too much time talking about this, but like, bro, honestly, were you surprised? My first thoughts: Were you surprised by the rankings at all? Was I surprised? No, not at all. 
Okay. Not it. Mm, that's a fair answer. I wasn't too. I wasn't too much surprised. Um, actually, I take it back. I was surprised by um Oregon being ranked number four, but. I'm so sorry, y'all boys. I didn't even give y'all the rankings. It's because Kira's not here. I'm so used to Kira doing this for us, but she ain't here. She decided to um, sleep in, which I don't blame her. But damn, it would have been would have been nice to have her here. But it's okay. But of course, we had Georgia number one, Alabama two, Mrs. Michigan State number three. You had Oregon number four, Ohio State, the Ohio State University for our boy Prodigy number five, Cincinnati number six, Michigan seven. Oklahoma 8, Wake Forest 9, Notre Dame 10, Oklahoma State 12, and Baylor number 12. And I'm going to stop there just for now because those are the main teams right now that are in good shots to have a contention spot if the season, if, if like bowl games were starting today, but it's not. So I wasn't too surprised um, except for Oregon being number four since they do have a loss and Cincinnati is undefeated. Um, and they're sitting in Cincinnati's at number six. I was still surprised just because, like, um, you know, oh, uh, well, I you already know I've said this before. Um, I haven't said this on air, but I don't, I don't have faith in Cincinnati because bro, Cincinnati never, don't need to be there, bro. They've never been there. Um, and they're they haven't they don't play or they they're in a weak conference. Um, um, like statistic wise, so I'm not like too sold on Cincinnati, but the fact they're undefeated, I would expect the community to be like, well, they're unbeaten, so let's put them up there. But they did that with a couple teams, because, you know, Oklahoma's still undefeated. <laughs> Wake Forest yeah, still undefeated, like, and they're low, so yeah. But, like, the, the only thing I, like, give credit for for Cincinnati, and I know they haven't played anybody, is their defense, especially that one corner they have. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. That Negro has not let up a touchdown reception, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Like the definition of lockdown. Bro, I mean, we getting it somewhere, bro. We getting somewhere new. But I'm not too surprised at all. Especially, I mean, Oregon was a a little bit of a shocker. I forgot who they lost to. But um, who Oregon lost to? They like, lost to Stanford in OT. Oh, so a closing. Okay. Like, um, like I'm I guess the committee's going off by strength of schedule. I'm not I'm not too sure about undefeated. Like I'm pretty sure they're just going off a of strength and schedule. Yeah. Like, cause like if we're going off undefeated, like um Cincinnati said definitely being f- at least for Oregon. I mean, not Oregon. Oklahoma should be higher including Wake Forest, but hey, I'm not on the committee even though, like, I say all the time, I should be on this committee team. I mean, look, our opinions are, are different. We just don't see eye to eye with committee. I want to be in a committee room while they make these decisions because, like, I guess we're all trying to figure out why, how they're raking these teams on, on the scale. Yeah, that is true. And the committee is a very controversial, they're one of the most controversial groups in sports, honestly, because every year somebody got something to say about why the committee did this and why the committee did that. And honestly, I, I think the committee doing, oh, maybe they doing okay with this. I'm still like, 
uh, I still am just not sold on. I know f- I I'm still not sold on the fact that um, you know the like a couple of these teams should even be there. Um, but that's my opinion. But it is what it is. We'll see. Like I said, I told the boys, it's all going to matter when it comes to these bowl games and these championship games. Not the bowl games, these championship games, like the SEC championship, the Big Ten championship, um, the um, Big 12 um, championship is going to be interesting. Just The Pac-12 championship is going to be interesting. So, you know, it's those are going to make or break the playoff this year. First, finally, the ACC championship won't mean shit. <laughs> Honestly. Um, well, this day and age, because I don't think Wake Forest is making it all the way. Um, if they do, hey, props to them. I just don't have faith in them, but we'll see. But we'll get to that later. But moving on, let's get into we had some coaching carousels coming on in college football. We love when new coaches are making waves. Well, one of the big waves, of course, not too long ago, Ed Oregon will not be coaching for LSU next year. Um, about time. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I'm surprised. Hey, bro, look, that man got his chip, bro. He it's, got his chip. Go, bro. bro, he did what he had to do. Now he leaving. Sensational. Um, and we hey, got... look, he could come to Florida State real quick if you, you know, I mean, if he want to become like an assistant head coach or offensive coordinator, defense, he could come real quick. Yeah, he'll be good. Apparently, for, he'll be good for the defense, I believe. Um, bro. Yeah, he'll he'll make some waves there. Um, but we got. Minnesota extending coach PJ Fleck through tw- 2028. But I'm in there for life, bro. That man will be dealing with Ohio State and them boys, Wisconsin, Michigan State, uh, Michigan for a good amount of years now. Hopefully he doesn't turn into the next Jim Harbaugh. Um, but bro. I mean, I'm just, I just, I had to throw that in there. Like it literally bro, just popped bro. in my head because Jim Harbaugh's been there like for a the while. only way. The only reason why Michigan lost that game to Michigan State, bro, because Michigan got a run of offense, bro. That's it, bro. Ain't no way you tell me Walker going to just continuously get 22 carries, bro, and rush for over 100 yards, bro, in a tub. Like, what What can you do, bro? That's Derrick Henry. That's Derrick Henry's stats in the NFL, bro. Yeah, it is true. It's a, it's a recipe for success or disaster, and it was a disaster because it's not going to work all the time. But yeah, PJ Fleck, I like it. Um, he's been he's done well for Minnesota. I think their recruitment just needs to get a little bit better, and they'll be in there um competing with those boys because they're, they're it's like they're always it's like two steps forward and four steps back for Minnesota in the Big Ten. So hopefully they they yeah, get it I figured think out. I first heard of him. I think when we used to work at the Postal Service and we was watching that Penn State and Minnesota game. Yeah. And I was like, man, who is this head coach, bro? Because Michigan, Minnesota was popping off, bro. I was acting unusual. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But yes, and also next coaching carousel, we got Georgia Southern gets TCU's old head coach. And I literally forgot to put the guy's name in there. And oh my God, give me one second, y'all boys, and I'm going to get it for you. Lord, I am pulling the quattro. Shout out to Quattro, even though he's not here for the hundredth episode. I'm just, I, I'm gonna keep saying that, y'all boys. I'm like I said, bro. If they're not on the episode, they getting thrown under the bus. But anyway, it was Quattro the one that told us we doing the hundredth episode, so I really can't throw him under the bus. But technically, I can't. But technically, I can't. <laughs> you feel me? It is what it is. But Lord had, oh Clay Helton, Clay Helton, Jesus, and he was actually USC's former head coach. I put the wrong school, y'all boys. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm folding, folding like a lawn chair. But I think that's cool. Um, I know Clay Helton had some good years at USC. Um, after the whole thing with um, what's whole boy's name? 
NFL. Gosh, can't remember. Anyway, moving on. We're going to get some quick NBA news here. You know, the NBA just started up, and boy, oh boy, boy, NBA has been enjoyable to say the least. Um, Honestly, so far, like, opening night was interesting. Um, um, Of course, with the big thing of Russell Westbrook not having a good game, but but big things to start out with the NBA, the Bulls, the Heat, and the Warriors, all with strong stars being at the top of the um the ladder in the rankings right now. Um, I believe the Warriors have one loss, the Bulls have two, the Heat have one as well, I believe. And all team both all three teams are playing stout basketball. They're looking they're looking sensational, is what I can say. Um Bro, an interesting fact. Um that I've read, that I see uh, in my Explore page, that the Warriors got a number one defense. Ah, oh, that's interesting. I haven't heard them. I it's been a while since I heard the Warriors having a number one defense. That's that's, yeah. that's nice. And like Clay and Wiseman aren't even back yet. <laughs> so that's so that's good to see. I know they got a. I know I know the beginning of the season we can't. We can't um, jump to conclusion stuff. But nobody, I don't think none of us would have saw this coming initially. Like with the Warriors having only a loss, having a top, having the top defense. Um, um, the Heat and the Bulls. Honestly, I saw this coming because both teams were playing stout in the preseason, and the just the 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 momentum just carried the morning to the regular season. Um, and this is um, these two teams like all around. They have they have their own big threes with um Bam. Jimmy Lowry and then the Bulls, Lonzo, Demar, Vucevic, and of course Zach Levine. So the Bulls basically got a big four. Um, and of course the Heat say they have a big four. Well, also with Tyler Harrow, and then when um they say when Oladipo comes back, but I'm just looking like will he come back and will he continue to play? I I'm still not. I still don't know how I feel about Victor Oladipo just because he can never stay healthy. He's a liability in my back to like next year, bro. He's a liability in my eyes, um, because he can't stay healthy. So, but I'm not knocking it to him. The Heat doing they should, and I'm gonna give them their props. Um, even though I hate their fans, um, but it is what it is, honestly. And shout out to Jimmy Butler. You know, I always ride for Jimmy Butler because my Bulls drafted him. He played. He played for Chicago and led us to a good playoff run one time. Short lived, but he did it. Um, but yes, um. Bulls, Warriors, Heat, all strong starts. Um, can't wait to see what happens. I, I'm curious on now. Speaking of being curious, we got another team that honestly has not been bad in the beginning, but on the court they haven't been bad. But off the court they have had some issues. Definitely, we're talking about that boy Ben Simmons with his him refusing to him refusing get to get mental help from the 76er staff and um. That man does not want to play there. He's made it perfectly clear. I don't want to play for this city. Obviously, they called you trash, so I wouldn't want to play for them either. But then again, you were kind of trash um, in the playoffs last year. But um, can you? I mean, I I don't know. Like, well, hold, well, before before you go, I would say like with Ben Simmons, um, it's more like a um, it's just I don't know. I. The ship has sailed. I would say the ship has sailed with the 76ers in their whole process um, with Ben Simmons and um, the, the Mandingo tribe, um, Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris and a lot of other people. I think the ship has sailed because um, they can't 
they haven't been able to get a chip there and they like it's like they keep falling back and falling back and i don't think it's going to be going anywhere so i think it's i i do think it's time that you know ben simmons won't be there i don't know where he will be but i think it is time for them to move on in both sides because uh, it's looked like it's not going to be working oh god but yeah um how do you feel about ben simmons not like refusing mental help to not like from the 76 er staff and not wanting to play like how do you feel about that like, like I feel like the only reason why he came back is because the loss, you know, how much money he was losing on. And, like, and at the same time, I get it, bro. Like, you don't want to play for the city. The city threw you under the bus. Locally, dang near nationally, bro. Like, I get it. But then at the same time, like... You don't want to work on your game? Like, I'm confused. Like, what do you do on the offseason, bro? Like, offseason, I'm seeing this man up shooting threes, looking like prime MJ out there against some, like, like pickup games, bro. And I'm, I'm like, okay, so we're going to see something next year. Next year, I see nothing. I see the same Ben Simmons running to the rim. I mean, he can assist, play defense. But, like, I don't, we don't, in this day and age in the game, like, the, like, you can post, but, like, you're not gonna, your team's not gonna win by just playing post, post up, let's slow the pace down. Because if you're getting twos, the other team definitely hitting some threes. Last time I checked, three is more than two. And like like Kobe said the best, Ben Simmons' career is not going to go anywhere if he doesn't get a jump shot. And like... <laughs> he did say that. And like, it's coming to truth, bro. So like, he just needs to work on his game, bro, at this point. Honestly, yeah, he does need to work on his game. Oh, man, Ben Simmons not get not getting... I mean, Ben Simmons not having a three is like walking into the pawn shop without anything to pawn, and you trying to buy something. You, you want you try to leave with money, but you 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 leaving with something else, and you broke. So like, it's not like it's not gonna work perfectly. Like honestly, it's nothing good there because like you need you need you need to bring something to the table if you trying to eat. That's like showing up to a black family cookout. And you only bought, and you ain't got no paper plates, no nothing. You expecting to get a plate before everybody else? Mm, back of the line, back of the line. You. Bro, that's you like you bringing napkins, bro. When they already had napkins. Nah, nah. Yeah, definitely napkins. That. It, bro, honestly, I will say, bro, any Negro that bring napkins to the cookout expecting to get their plate first, bro, just, <laughs> just sit down, bro. Respectfully, sit down. But hey, bro, you get your plate after the children go. No, 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 no. That is what you do. Adults. You take them napkins and you can pass about. You, you, you the waiter. You the waiter for the day. Thank you. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Do nah, you know how Bobas be like? Nah, go set the table. That, that, that's, that's your job. Go set the table and then come back. <laughs> for anybody that brings napkins, be like four, five tables. They're not together, bro. They're all spread out. They right, all so spread out, walk. and then she needs you to nah. She needs you to put the sheet out too. Hey, bro. Go set the sheet out. <laughs> oh, that's my. all. That's. By the time you get there, the food gonna be cold. You, mm-hmm. 
And you look like instead of getting that edge piece of macaroni you've been looking for, you're getting a centerpiece. You're getting that centerpiece that still low-key got a, a tad bit of um 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 cold cheese on that bit, not freshly melted. <laughs> you gonna be looking like mm, I taste the mac with no cheese. You feel me? <laughs> But yeah, Lord, I person. We could man, we could do Ben Simmons analogies all day when it comes to food. <laughs> I mean, oh, this is, God. the name of this is this, you know, the name of the podcast is Cafeteria Talk, but you know, sports. But let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. We got another last bit of news for the NBA. Of course, a walking legend, I will say it, is an assist legend. This man CP3 is third on the all-time assist list, man. And I will always say it. This man's Chris Paul is literally, if he doesn't win a chip, he I think he'll be one of the best of all time to not win a chip. He'll be like in the con like in the talks with like AI and stuff. Cause he literally is the fundamentals are there. He is he is an old head doing it with these young boys, man. And if he doesn't I and like he's gonna he has so many accolades, but I do think the only thing that might hurt if he never gets a chip, man. But I am so proud that he is still doing this, and I hope he's able to get a ring before he retires. But shout out to him for getting all time third all time on the assist list. Honestly, how do you feel about CP3 all time on the assist third all time on the assist list? Hey, bro, that man be dominating anybody up on the court, bro. Like it's sensational. Like his dimes, like out this world. Yeah, he... I'm happy for him though. By the way, too, like all these accolades, but the one accolade I really want him to get is a ring, bro. I just want him to lift that trophy up. Mm-hmm. Lift the trophy up so he can quote the LeBron. It's about damn time. <laughs> Wrong guy, bro. Yep, but that is it for the NBA. We'll have some more NBA news coming up soon. But man, we are going to get into some some craziness man the nfl the nfl as some people like to say but lord have mercy let's just hop right into it man this this one right here is gonna be rough but of course you know our boy henry ruggs man straight out the rug out the gutter henry ruggs was going 165 miles per hour i believe and um killed a woman and her dog in a car crash and he actually his injuries surprisingly his injuries weren't too bad but he was highly intoxicated um and man honestly when i first saw the news no green shit y'all but i was like damn let me make sure i got this nigga in fantasy that's literally the first thing i said y'all forgive me bro i ain't gonna hold you i said the same thing bro i ain't i was like look like i didn't read any specifics on it as immediately I see Henry Ruggs is in investigation of a DUI or something. Yeah. A DUI. I said, hold on, man. Let me see if I have this man in fantasy. I checked all my leagues. I said, nope. Okay, I'm good. Then I went back and we started reading more, more of the story. And I don't know what to blame it on, bro. It happened on a Monday morning. And like, yo, game was on Sunday. Did they play on Sunday? Or were they? Or did they have a bye week? Um, nah, I think they... I think they had a bye week. Yeah. So I can't say he was in the feeling... He was feeling good because y'all just won a game. But, like... Like... Y'all could have had a designated driver. Like... That's one. 
but my man's 157 miles, bro. Like, yeah, that is just, man, that is just crazy. And honestly, like, it was, man, that was just a lot to see. I was like, yo, this is, that was just, it was, it was hard to, it was hard to look, like, to look at, too. I was like, yo, like, seeing all the photos and stuff, and, like, I feel really bad. I know a lot of people were saying he should serve, well, not trying to be green, but I know a lot of white people. I suppose I saw a lot of white people posting saying, hey, he should be serving maximum time because of what he did. And I was like, oh, well, no green shit. I was like, well, I'm like, wasn't surprised to see. But I want to say shout out to the same thing about the Michael Vick incident, too. bro. Yeah, they did. They did. They said a lot. Yeah, this does. This does give me little tiny, small shades of Michael Vick situation. But Michael Vick situation was totally different. But just the, 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 the flashbacks from it and the but I will say, um, yeah, and I do like when um Derek Carr said he he needs a bunch of love right now because I know he he's probably feeling a certain type of way about himself, and um he needs more love than hate. Yes, um someone did die, but I'm pretty sure he knows that and he feels guilty for that. And it's not like he's blaming them. Um, he feels horrible. He doesn't. I know he doesn't feel good because obviously his career might be down the drain. He might not play another snap mentally. He might be going through a whole. He might be in a whole other space. So I'm glad that Derek Carr was saying he needs love and he's going to be there for him, because I know Derek Carr mentioned that he spoke with Henry Ruggs. Um, I think the the day before everything happened, or a few hours before. So that's kind of interesting, and just to see how that all played out and how everything is happening. Um, it was that was crazy, but yeah, I um. All prayers to the to the to the woman's um family that they lost a loved one and you know, for also, sure. Also to Henry Ruggs, definitely just man like young kid, very talented, whose career might have just went down the drain honestly, because that's it's hard to come back for that honestly. It's hard yeah, to come back from is. that, but hope hopefully he is able to um. I don't know, just mainly just get help um, mentally. Main thing for me is men's mental aware, men, men's mental health awareness month. So hopefully mentally he's able to get some help because us men do need help. Um, we're statistically, our mental health is way worse than it um, in regards to us than it is to women. So yeah, definitely just hope he gets some help. But we we ain't gonna leave everything on a sour note here in the, with the NFL. We don't do that. Let's let's get into it, bro. We had that trade deadline coming up, man. Honestly, for real, the trade deadline kind of pissed me off. It was honestly, weak. it, it was, was kind of weak. weak. The day of ain't nothing really popped off, but something popped off a couple days before. And of course, we talking about that man Von Miller. I wish Kid Kev was here to give us his sentiments, but Von yeah, Miller being that man treated. immediately started playing emotionalist when he heard the news, bro. Had to. He called. He 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 pulled the Drake. Do do do. But yes, Von Miller got traded to the Rams. Was it for a sixth round pick or a fourth round? What was it? It was a. Can't remember. I can't remember, but I got you. Yes, but Von Miller got traded to the Rams and he is now joining a team that has a whole bunch of all stars trying to rank a Super Bowl run for the next. For like, they've been doing this for the. The Rams have been doing this for the past like two years, I would say. Um, bulking up on superstars. Honestly, no. I'll take it back. Three years ago, when they had a whole style of defense with Eric Weddle, Jalen Ramsey, um, uh, Marcus Peters, a lot of they had a lot of niggas. That's all I got to say. But yeah, no, I'm tripping. 
didn't Marcus Peters get traded when they got Jalen Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Well, at one point they had Marcus Peters and Eric Weddle and Aaron Donald. That was an all-star defense. So, oh, they also had and Akeem Talib too. Akeem Talib, Dante Fowler, Lamarcus Joyner. They was, I mean, the Rams have all stars out. Have always had all stars out the ass in the Sean McVay era. So they've been doing this for a while. So it's not too surprising that they got another all star. But considering who this all star is, it's big in Von Miller. And yeah, honestly. They really like Joy Taylor said it best. Shout out to Joy Taylor. Um, check out her podcast if you haven't. Um, but Joy Taylor, when she was like um on the herd, was like, Look, if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be so focused on stacking up draft picks, stack up players. And like that's what the Rams do. And they're like, um, I'll take that. Bro, I'll take the that. Rams. Take that. So the Rams gave up it was an exchange for 2022 second and third round picks. Mm. I mean the Rams don't believe in draft picks. I don't think they believe in draft picks right now. So it's not mm-hmm. that surprising. So, yeah, I mean, hey. Hey, go big or go home, right? I mean, the Rams ain't trying to go home anytime soon. But, yeah, moving on. Then, oh, well, what were you going to say? I'm tripping. No, you good. I was saying that. Oh, all right. Yeah, but moving on, Um, one team that was at home and didn't mm-hmm. go so well was the Actually, it did, but it didn't. It was the Saints. You know, they just beat the the, the the Bucks, But they did lose, of course, their starting quarterback for the season, our boy Jameis Winston from the Florida State. Um, and, man, he is out for the season. And, man, this sucks because Jameis literally was like Jameis was getting his stuff together. He had his LASIK surgery to help his throwing. Um, he wasn't to turn the ball over as much. Was still turning the ball over, but not as much as he was um with the bucks and um honestly he was being a leader taking care of he taking care of this team and now he is on gonna have to watch it from the sidelines but james can still lead from the sidelines and honestly um i feel bad for the saints this is a big loss but honestly i still think the saints might be in there they're just one of those teams that just find a way to win so hey look the way that man um what's his name Trevor Simeon? Yeah. Was that the backup? The yeah, way he true. was playing yesterday, bro, on Sunday? <laughs> Look, as a Saints fan, don't be too worried. You got Alvin Kamara. That's all you, you need. You got Alvin Kamara. You got... Yeah, you got Alvin Kamara. That's all you need, bro. You good. You Gucci. They Gucci. They got Alvin Kamara. That's really all they need. And talking about a team that needs a quarterback um, that just lost one, you know, of course, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers caught COVID and is not playing for maybe a week or maybe a couple weeks, depending on how his setbacks go. So the Green Bay Packers will be the Jordan Love story. The soccer um, begins. So (laughs) as we like to say, um, but yeah, so man, how about it? How about it, my boy? Like how you... How you feel about how you think this is gonna go for Green Bay? Do you think this is gonna bother Green Bay at all that Aaron Rodgers is gonna miss a game or two? Bro, it's about damn time Jordan Love gets some playing time in the regular season, bro. I'm just I'm just saying, like this kid is something special and it's like about he's about to show his worth. I don't who do they play? Green Bay? The Chiefs. Yeah. The de- the defending AFC champion, Chiefs. Uh, I mean they have no defense. The Chiefs have no defense. Yeah, but... 
we'll 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 see. We'll see. Um, Jordan Love finally gets some playing time. I mean, they brought back Blake Bortles, um, but I think he's just on the practice squad, just in case Aaron Rodgers does go back on the COVID reserve list yeah, later. He's down not. Um, he's not vaccinated. Yeah later down in the road like during playoff time i guess that's why they have like brothers because he has experience and he knows how to get there um he knows what it takes to win um but yeah um i feel like jordan loves gonna gonna show his worth um prove to why they took him and he was a first round pick Yep. Yeah, a first round pick, a draft pick. Because I'll tell you, looking at that man's highlights in college, that kid is special. Yeah, he is nice. Even though he did um have a lot of turnovers, but he still won a lot of games. So, hey man, it is what it is. But yeah, that should be interesting. Um, a couple other things that we're gonna miss before we get into a new segment that we have created, especially for the hundredth episode. We're gonna be introducing a new segment to y'all, but we just want to point out. Shout out to that girl, Candace Parker. Shout out to Candace. Candace. Shout out to Candace Parker, my boy. She brought, well, the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship. Shot Town stand up. Uh, we can put we can put the the Kanye music in here later. But anyway, shout out to Candace Parker and the Chicago Sky for winning the um the WNBA championship. I was so happy to see that. Um I was a little worried um because I didn't I didn't catch in until about to the playoffs were about to start and I realized the sky were number six and I'm like, yo, it's gonna be a hard road to get to the championship. But they went from number six all the way to the championship and won. And I'm so they beat the Phoenix Mercury and Brandy Griner and man, that was a really tough series. I saw a couple of the games and man, they fought their ass off and bro. Shout out to Candace Parker. It was beautiful. It was beautiful it- and man. Oh, and also give a shout out. Shout out to the shout out to the MVP. Um, oh my God, I'm gonna I'm I'm butcher her name. I'm gonna butcher her name, y'all. Give me a second. I y'all y'all give me one second, bro. Oh my God. I, wow, he gets that. Kalia Cooper. Oh my God. Thank God, Kayla Cooper, bro. I almost because <laughs> I always I always say I always get the first name wrong. It's either Kalia or Kayla. I'm gonna just say both. And man. Yeah, I'm so, bro, man, I was so excited to see that. Chi-Town, City of Champions, bro. Let's get back to it. Also, let's talk about City of Champions. I'm right here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves. You know, the Braves won the World Series. Sensational. I still it was sat- been 26 years in the making, bro. Like, I still had to I go to school. I thought y'all was going to fold. Y'all was up 3-1. And then y'all lost a game at home. And I was like, bro, ain't no way y'all went in and used it, bro. Like, has got to come back to a game seven. And lo and behold, I'm not watching a game seven on Atlanta game in game seven. I refuse to. And then when I saw y'all was up like 7-0 in the sixth inning, I said, yeah, ain't no way, my boy. Ain't no way. Atlanta, man, they, Atlanta came back, man. Atlanta, Atlanta did their shit. And I'm happy for the city of Atlanta. The city of Atlanta's champions. I see the billboard almost anywhere I drive here. And it's a it's a good it, the vibes are kind of chill and everybody is teed and everybody's happy. Um everybody's looking like they just need Georgia to hold to pull through. <laughs> That's literally what most people they be like, bro, we just need Georgia to get their shit together. So but anyway, moving on. We're going to be speaking about George, I believe, in a couple minutes. As for y'all, we are about, since this is our 100th episode, we are introducing a new segment. 
called Keeping It A Hundred. You're going to keep it a hundred, honestly. And y'all, man, this segment here is, it's basically, I'm going to knock it down to y'all. Um, Since the hundredth episode, we're introducing this segment and it is called Keep It In A Hundred. And in this segment, each person, we're going to get a topic or a question. We get a hundred seconds each to be completely honest and share our answer or thoughts on it. So yeah, keeping it a hundred. And Prodigy, you will be going first in this segment. Um, so yes, hold on, give me one second. I gotta pull up the timer. I gotta pull up the timer if I can. Jesus, I can't do math. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So keeping it a hundred will start. And our question for you, Prodigy, in this keeping it a hundred segment, of course, revolves around sports and man. Question. After the Von Miller trade, are the Rams the most complete team in the NFL and will they win the Super Bowl? Keep it 100. And your time starts now. Well, I mean, I hope the Rams make the Super Bowl because the way I'm seeing their team on paper, they don't miss. You got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller. Um, Who do you have? You got Fuller up there at safety. Like, they have their defense is, like, is just solid all the way around. I kind of see no weaknesses right now, which kind of scares me because, like, if you have a whole lot of strengths, you kind of have you have one major weakness that can kill you, um, which which is so far i think we're almost mid midway through the season so we don't have any trouble with that their offense is stout with matthew stafford daryl henderson cooper cup robert woods van jefferson tyler higby and i thought the loss with cam Akers was going to kind of drag them down because there was kind of their workhorse but surprisingly with daryl henderson carrying that workload it's it's beautiful. Um, I feel like my only downside is um, if Matthew Stafford does have a major, major injury, um, I kind of I feel like the backup just won't get it done, and they're gonna have to rely more on on the run because I feel like with Matthew Stafford, the way his play action is is just so beautiful and the way the defense just folds um leading to why Cooper Cup is always so open leading the leading the league in in everything receptions touchdowns yards which which is scary um just knowing how good their play action pass is just due to the run game um I feel like the whole the whole team in itself has to stay healthy, and including um, Matthew Stafford. I feel like Matthew Stafford is that key key to the offense. Um, but if they stay 10 healthy, more, ten more seconds. If they stay healthy, they're they're winning the Super Bowl. Okay, and that is done. All right. Okay, so you got them. If they're the most, com- so okay. All right, and this second question will be for me. Um, let me set my timer, um, and I'll let you give me the question in a second. All right. All right. Um, 
All right, Matt. All right, so what's the question for me? Are the Georgia Bulldogs the best team in college football, and when they and will they win the championship in February? Okay, uh, so the Georgia Bulldogs are they the best team in college football? I will say. Yes, I will give it to them. They are the best team in college football just due to the fact they are only allowing six to seven points a game. That is literally one of the probably they're having one of the best defensive seasons in college football of all time Um, because they are just playing a nonstop style defense. They are taking care of their shit. Um, They do have the best team. Um, Bennett, um, the quarterback, is doing his shit even though he did get hurt. Um, but they're still um they were still able to win against Florida um without their starting quarterback. And that was a I know that was a big worry going into the game, but he but they were still um they were still able to get it done. So um I'm 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 not Bennett on um, um JT Daniels and um honestly I was I was there. I was morally, I was morally not shocked, but I was morally in arise and happy that they were able to take care of their business like that. And honestly, and shout out to them. They're running the ball. Well, you know, of course, James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother. Um, honestly, they're taking care of business. Um, you know, Savage Clark, Darian Edwards, everybody's been, everybody's been honestly that their, their run game has been deadly. Um, they got some stout receivers too. Um, I'm just, Will they win? Honestly, it's all going to come down to if they can beat Alabama. And I personally, I do think they have the team to beat Alabama this year. So, yeah, I see them winning in February. Don't let me down, bro. I need y'all to win, Jesus. So don't let me down. (laughs) And that's how I feel, honestly. So, yeah. And that is it for Keeping It 100. This segment, this new segment will be running um, called Keeping It 100. Um, You'll be catching it every time that we do a sports episode. And honestly, we hope y'all like it. Hope y'all enjoy it. And um, yeah, y'all keep it 100 as well. Let us know how y'all feel about these questions and these takes that we have on well, everything, honestly. But moving on, that was pretty much it for that. So now, y'all, we're just going to shy away. And for the last few minutes, we're just going to talk about the podcast in general. Since this is the 100th episode, um, we're just going to go back and talk about some things. So first things first, man, we're going to give um our favorite... We've had a hundred episodes. We've talked. We've had a lot of reviews, a lot of Q and A's. We had a couple of what ifs in there. We've had some things, and man, we're gonna first talk about our favorite episode from each cast member. And since everybody's not here, I will give everybody's out that isn't here that I know of so far. Kit Kev's favorite episode is actually the first one that was ever recorded, um, and he says this because he was totally off topic and unprepared for the episode. Um, I believe what happened was I was supposed to be there, but we were on our way to, um, I think, Milwaukee when they recorded this episode and they decided to not, um, they decided to not um, cancel it and wait till I get back. They just decided to record it. Um, but um, yeah, they were, um, I believe Kid Kev was bringing up talking about AB when I don't know a that wasn't even supposed to be the episode like they're supposed to be talking about Marvel or DC and I think he just mentioned AB I'm like um huh 
when they told me that story, I was like, boy, ain't no way, boy. And boy, ain't no way. That jump was so funny. But that's Kid Kev's favorite episode, the first one. Even though that episode had a lot of technical difficulties and it sounded like they were recording in a sewer, it's still the things like that that made it very enjoyable. Um, I know for Quattro, his favorite episode is our Kobe fan love. Um, that's an episode that me, him, and Kid Kev were on. Um, and that was a very... That's one of our quickest episodes, I believe. It was almost like a cafe session. Um, and it was a very emotional episode for everybody because Kobe di died. And we were talking about how much we love Kobe. And um, yeah, that episode, that was a very good episode. I remember one time we had 24 views. I think for like eight weeks, we had 24 views, 24 listeners on that episode. And even though that's not a lot, it was just kind of cool. Kobe, eight, and you know, 24. But we have more now, but that was pretty cool. Um. So that's Quattro's favorite episode. I do not know DJ Newell's episode, probably because he barely be on any episodes. Um, but yeah, shout out to DJ Newell, honestly. Um, I don't know his favorite episode. I wish I did. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out next time he's here. He hasn't been here in a month. He's been in detention for a lot of for a lot of weeks. But I know personally from for me, my favorite episode was the first on my block review because that was the first episode that we were all together. And that episode was 69 minutes. It was called Alexis, Texas. And yeah, the whole gang was there. And it dropped on 420. So it was it was a it was a pretty a lot of funny shit that happened with on that episode. Um it took a minute for us to even record that episode because we all just couldn't stop fucking laughing at each other because we were all in the same room at the same time going crazy. So that was pretty fun. Um but yeah. That was definitely my favorite episode. Um, do you have a favorite um episode, um, Prodigy, um, of the podcast? Um, which I think it was when Quattro introduced um the the tournaments, the TV tournaments. It was the TV um, tournament. Uh, yeah, and I think it was um it was Kid Next Door. And some other one, and y'all immediately went after Quattro for putting those two matchups up together on on the first on the first round. Like I know there wasn't supposed to be an audience, but I had to sit there and just like laugh because y'all was just going. Oh, in. you you worked on that episode, but you were you were in the room, I believe, when we recorded that episode. Mm -hmm. yo that was a very yeah the tv tournaments is up there that's like that's like second to third on my list um of favorite episodes because we were all that's another those are some other episodes that we were all there and oh my god yo that was some crazy shit we had yvonne was there shout out to yvonne who was our moderator man that was a boy those episodes that episode was crazy i believe dj Nua hit his head on the fan or something <laughs> <laughs> um yo that episode a lot happened during those episodes and man that was pretty crazy honestly we we um we lost our shit literally we lost our shit with the tv tournaments um and i believe we're gonna have i believe they did say that wasn't the first tournament we're gonna have so we're gonna have some more i know we had a tournament for actors and actresses and that was pretty crazy i believe chadwick boseman won those won that one man that was crazy yo those were some crazy times honestly but yeah definitely the tv tournaments man can't shy or miss those man that was man yo that was actually that was that was pretty good 
I believe Kira's favorite episode was the one me and her did with um the music reviews, the four music. We did four. We were we reviewed four albums in one episode, and man, that was fun. That's when we reviewed um Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, um J Cole's The Off Season. We reviewed Beam Me Up, Scotty, Nicki Minaj, and we reviewed T Grizzlies album i just forgot the name of it but yeah that was pretty fun me and kira well in that bit we killed that shit no cap but yeah now favorite guest um so i wasn't able to get most of the cast members favorite guests sadly um because i totally forgot to hit it back up to them and mention them hey what were you guys favorite guests i know i believe quattro's favorite guest was um oh dang it i just forgot it I just forgot Quattro's favorite guest, man. He told me it like not too long ago, and I just totally forgot. I know for I think it might have been Sensei or Tink, either one of those. I know my favorite guest was definitely um <laughs> oh my favorite. I know Quattro gonna hate me for this, but my favorite guest was definitely Olivia because anytime Olivia was on the podcast. Her and Quattro was coming for each other's necks. And yo, like, you cannot tell me pure entertainment. Like, I love the episode where it, um, it was a, when we had our... Were we doing the, the Black Lives Matter one? And we was, bro. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that one. That was, I think that was the second episode Olivia was on. But I'm talking about the latest one Olivia was on, the um the presidential, the, the presidential Q&A. Yo, we, yo, it was her... Harry Quattro's uh, rants, and it's just Kid Kev in the background. His sidebars, deal, bro. That is literally, that's one of our long. I think that's our longest episode we've ever had. That or Juneteenth, I think is our longest episode. And boy, when I tell you, bruh, pure comedy. Honestly, there was more comedy in that episode than it was politics. Because if we were talking about politics in that episode, but yo, Olivia was not firing back, was not holding back on, on Quattro. And Quattro wasn't all the way back on Olivia, bro. Like, I remember that episode too. Quattro deliberately called me out saying I was watching football while we were recording. I'm like, yo, my man's, bro. And, and is it, 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 are you mad? Like, bro, I really did not care because I already, I didn't have much to say about. And then of course we also talked about bro. We had we had Chinua's um sister Soldier Crab on there. That was funny. Um, yo, that episode was so funny. So Olivia is my favorite guest um that we've ever had on the show. Um, do you have a favorite guest that's ever been on the show, Prodigy, that we've invited on the show by chance? It's gotta be out of since they are Olivia, because like Olivia was funny, but like Sensei, like, like Sensei on a whole different character is is just on a whole different level. If we're talking about a specific topic, bro, like you can definitely hear that New York accent, bro. When we start getting in into it in depth, bro, like my man's, bro, is just on one, bro. So I think it's a tie between Olivia and Sensei. I can I can respect that because yeah, Sensei is a whole fool. I'll never forget when Sensei was on the episode and Sensei literally is like, "All right, bro, straight facts. I'm back on my bullshit. I'm not holding back." I'm like, "Oh my god, yo, here he go again." And I think we literally called the episode "Back on My Bullshit" because Sensei would not stop dropping that. He's like, "I'm back on my bullshit." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like almost every other 
every other topic or every other match that was being covered, he's like, I'm back on my bullshit. I'm like, yo, I don't think this man has a filter. He's not, he's not playing today. And it was so funny. It was a very funny time with Sensei. Um, but yo, yes, definitely Sensei, Olivia. We I know some other notable guests. We had Ty um, on a couple episodes who runs brackets and B-rolls with Quattro. You know, we shot them out all the time, man. That was pretty cool doing an episode with Ty and Quattro. Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to remember what we were what we were talking about. We were talking about basketball. Kind of interesting. We we're talking about basketball. And Quattro also did an episode with how to start a podcast with with um Ty. So you know that was pretty cool. So Ty is another good notable guest. We also had our boy um Eric on on this show. Um, he did a episode with me and Quattro back in the day. Um, so yeah, that was pretty fun. Um. That was pretty awesome having Eric on the show. We even had um, there was a couple other guests I'm missing. We had well, we've had a hundred episodes, so yeah, a lot of guests. Um, so yeah, but moving on, a favorite table member. Um, I everybody else is not here to speak, but I'll give my favorite table member. I know everybody gonna feel salty, salty that um, about this. But my favorite table member is actually not myself. Surprisingly, I. I I like I'm gonna pull the Kevin Hart. It's not about me. It's, it, this is not about me. It's not about me. But yeah, see, I do have all these accolades. I think I've been on the most episodes more than anybody else. But it's not about me. It's not about me. It doesn't matter. Um, I, it, it, it just, bro, I tell you, when Kevin Hart does that, it's literally the best thing ever, bro. But um, I would say my favorite table member. Yeah, they gonna hate me, but my favorite table member is actually. Is actually my boy Kit Kev. Like I know Quattro is going to kill me when he sees me, but it's my boy Kit Kev. It's my boy Kev, cause like, bro, honestly, like, yo, when it, cause it's it's just because like, if one, I actually, it's cause I pick, I personally tried to pick Kev to join the podcast. I asked like Quattro, yo. So this is the story that how Kit Kev joined the podcast, y'all boys. So me and Kit Kev were actually going. We were going, we were headed to a football game. We were headed to, this is when Nick Foles was playing for the Jaguars. This was the first game, the Jaguars' first game, and they're playing the Chiefs. First game of the season. And me and Kit Kev were headed to the game. Yo, and it was hot as hell. Kev had a heat stroke, y'all. I remember that. <laughs> but, y'all, so, and the Jaguars got their ass whooped. So, yeah, crazy day. But we and Kev were headed to the game, and Quattro called me talking about the podcast. And we were mentioning AB and Kev was just sitting there, right? And Kev, like, just Kev, like me and Quatro were talking about AB and how we we're gonna talk covering the episode. And Kev just started talking about AB and giving his stance on it. And yo, I was like, yeah, I'm like, yo, that yeah, you remember my that's my friend Kevin. Um, he was Wakabi in the Black Panther series. He's like, yo, yeah, he's like, bro, Kev nice. And he's like, Yes, Quattro, you said Kev was nice. I'm not lying. You said that. We were on the phone. So, Kevin, Quattro actually did say you're a nice person, but I don't know how you feel about that now. But anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Bro, their anger and strife towards each other is just... It's on one, and honestly, like that's thanks. That's thanks to me, but it's not about me. It's not about me, y'all boys. You know, I did tell, I did straight up say, bro, we need Kev on this podcast because Kev gets some good insight. But it's not about me. It's not about me, Kevin. If if if, if Kevin, because Kevin didn't ask, I asked, and Kevin straight up was like, I'll do it. Yeah, like and so. But Kevin and Quattro, the beef between Kid Kevin Quattro is unmatched, bro. And it's like, it's like Bucky and um, I think. 
Falcon from the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It, that no the vibes the boys give me. Yo, <laughs> oh, I love when them two are together because it's pure comedy. Especially when Kev was like, and that's how you play chess. I think that was one of the one of the best things that I ever heard from the podcast, yo. Because Kev is a straight fool, and and when Kev was talking about the last thing he would eat, I think their beef really started when we talked about what was the last thing we'd ever have for our last meal. And Kev said he wanted a five figure plate from Zaxby's. And Quattro was like, I want. The number four from McDonald's. Kev and Quattro was so upset at about their last meal. I'm like, yo, my man, is it that serious? It is that serious. And yo, Quattro, I know you're going to hate me, bro. I might have lost my brother card, but listen, bro, we still brothers, bro. Brothers in Christ, you feel me? But it's not, a, it's, it, hey, bro, it's not about us, bro. It's not about us, bro. Remember that. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about us. It's not, it's, 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 it's about the podcast. <laughs> oh, God. But that's my oh. favorite table member. Prodigy, do you have a favorite table member? Um, favorite table member. Um, honestly, are y'all all my favorite to begin with? Because hear me out. Hear me out. Because when Chanel was there and would get on a specific topic, my mans will get on a chair, literally stand on a chair mm-hmm. and go off. Then you have Kid Kevin Quattro sitting there and going back and forth on it with each other, especially, especially... When Quattro wants to bring up Blake Bortles, that's when yeah, like the Blake Bort, bro, the Blake Bortles strife we have for Quattro is unmatched, bro. Honestly, it's unmatched. It's like unmatched. And then we got Slick over here. It's just like so calm and just like lets everything play out. And then when he hears some bullshit, it's just all right, bro. No, you're wrong. And this is why. <laughs> Bro, it's like unmatched, bro. It's like all the energies and everybody's personalities at this table all can join into one, and it's just great. It's beautiful. Yeah, I feel like I love all my boys. I love all my boys, but if I actually had to pick a favorite table member at the moment, I'd have to pick Kit Kev just because, you know, I picked him, but it's not about me. It's not It's, it's, it's not about me. It's not about, it's not about me. It's, it's about the podcast. It's about the podcast. Quattro, you was gonna be my favorite table man, but you already the leader, bro. So like, I can't do that. You feel me? If bro, I was no, like, he, he, yeah, he doesn't count. He doesn't count. Like, bro, Quattro, you see, like Quattro, you in your own echelon. So like, me putting you as my favorite, ta- that's like saying, who's the greatest quarterback of all time outside of Tom Brady, bro? No, I can't put Tom Brady in there because Tom Brady's <laughs> in his own echelon. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like that's like you see, see Quattro, you do you get what I'm putting down, bro? Like, bro, like honestly, I. Quattro just needs to understand he in his own echelon. He made the podcast, so it's if all not, like y'all, y'all. If not, y'all have a uh, y'all have a meeting about it. Y'all have a problem. yeah. We'll have a meeting about it. We'll chop it up. I'm probably off the podcast, but it's okay. I I <laughs> I, I, I did my dues. I'll. I'll... <laughs> but I don't think you can do that, bro. I don't think you can do that. 
Hey, bro, look, we'll, we'll have to have a definitive vote from everybody on the podcast. And I already know Kev going to have my vote, but it's not about me. You feel me? It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about, it's about the podcast. podcast. See, like, <laughs> it's see, like, bro, who going to carry the podcast if I'm not here? Like, because, see, me and Quattro, we carry the podcast right now. See, Quattro can't do an episode. I got to do an episode. That's why, you see, you feel me? Boy, Quattro go, Quattro go kill me. When you say, he'll be like, he'll be like, hey, bro, step into my office real quick. Doom. <laughs> Bro, all right, real talk, real talk, real talk, real talk, real talk. Yes, yes, bro. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Bro, if we talk about if he says step into his office, is he talking about metaphorically or 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 imaginary? Because like, I don't real know. talk. I don't know. I know Quattro got an office. Quattro definitely has an office. Like, bro, like his office. Like, bro, no. So hear me out. See, like everybody on a, on a, on the podcast, we have our own office. See, so you feel me? Because like, like this is cafeteria talk. So you know, we all. You know, we all been going to school for a long time, so we all got our own office. You feel me? My office is on the third floor, right? Like, you know, we talking about Oakley-wise. My office is on the third floor in the stairwell. You feel me? Like, bro, that's where we going to have our meeting at, bro. Because, like, that's where the best shit happens, like, honestly, on my, in my stairwell. But, nah, see, like, I know I know DJ Newell, his office is the chorus room because he loves music so much. Quattro, Quattro definitely in the art room because Quattro's an artist. Kid Kev, I, hey, bro, where is Kid? Better yet? Dang, Kid Kev. Dang, I don't know where Kid Kev office is. Mm. Wherever he makes his TikToks at. Yeah, oh, the stage. Perfectly. His is the stage in the cafeteria. That's where you see... That's why Kid Kev never on the podcast. See, he too busy out here creating content on stage when he supposed to be at the table with us chilling. And then, you know, DJ Nua... DJ Nua always in detention because he be, he be partying too late and he always skipping class because he late for class, you feel me? And then Kira, see Kira, see, you know, Kira just joined our table. Kira was like, she was with the bougie girls at the other table. She wanted to come here with the homies because she realized we're cool like that. So, you know, and of course, like I had to say, it's not about me. But, you know, if it wasn't for me, you know, Kira wouldn't be on here. But it's not about me. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not it's about, about me. podcast. It's about the podcast. You feel me? <laughs> oh, yo, this is so funny, bro. We had to do this. It's the 100th episode, man. But. Of course, we've, we've hit 100 episodes, enough bantering around. We got to talk about what's coming up next, what we got popping next, what's our next season, what's our next goals, what we got going on. But, yo, next, man, nothing too strange, man, but we do got coming up. We got, of course, we got our, like I said, we're going to have an, a review for Eternals, the movie. Um, we're going to have our next season beginning up after that. We're going to have our Carton Awards. We're going to have a Hawkeye review. We're going to have some more What Ifs coming. Um uh, some more XD. You already know XD. We're going to be holding it down here. So, like, yeah, we're going to have a lot coming on. Um, But, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all boys stay tuned for that. And we're going to have... we definitely going to have another tournament coming soon. We just don't know when. So, y'all keep an eye out for that. But, yes. But, yes. Um, We definitely got a flood out. Shout out to Brackets and B-Rolls. Obviously, shout them out. Their next season's coming up soon. Um, That's Instagram, Brackets underscore B-Rolls. And then, of course, same handle on Twitter. And, of course, you can catch us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official and Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. And then you can find all the... I'm going to give out all the cast members' um, IGs. I'm going to do it. Bump it. Catch me, Slick, without the C underscore Rob 2 bs underscore on Instagram. Quattro, I believe it's Quattro, um, IV, period between the C and the U. DJ underscore Nero, that's DJ underscore N-U-A-H on Instagram. I believe Twitter as well. Kid.Kev17 on Instagram for Kid Kev. Um, it was Overtime Kev, but I think that's still his TikTok. Um, and then, wait, dang it, dang it. Prodigy, what is your Instagram? Dang, I just um, forgot you. Champagne underscore Prodigy. 
Champagne underscore Prodigy. And then Kira, you know, Spicy Kira, as she likes to say. You can catch her. She ain't been too spicy lately. She need to bring some more seasoning to the table next time she come on here. But anyway, man, we love y'all. Thank you for rocking with us for 100 episodes. And we got 100 more coming. We got another ep- another season on the way, y'all boys. So y'all stay tuned for that. And we love y'all. Keep it lit. Cafeteria Talk. Cafeteria Talk.